In today's episode, we're going to be talking about sports through the lens of Asian American. So let's begin with why we decided to choose this topic. So, Andrew, what do you think? Well, I mean, I think I chose this topic because I've been watching sports and playing sports since like I could remember, like I could walk or like I could watch YouTube. I just I really enjoy sports. And how about you? Um, like. Similar to you, I feel like sport is like a really、mm, big part of my life.、Um, through middle school and high school, like <clears throat> whenever I'm like, I feel like sports is just something that I cannot imagine myself like living without. So, yeah. Well, so you started during middle school and high school, or you started middle school, right? Um, I started playing volleyball in middle school.、Mm-hmm. Like this opportunity just came up,、mm-hmm. like because my my mom has like <clears throat> this like connection with like friends, different、yeah. like moms in school. They just like talk about stuff, and then like、um, there's like this volleyball coach that、um, just like happens to like teach in our school, and then there's like this opportunity. So my mom's like. Why don't you do something other than school with like some of your friends? Like we can all sign up together、yeah. and we can all play volleyball. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And then, so yeah, I just started playing volleyball in sixth grade. But that's not the first sport I played. I actually started table tennis、oh, wow. back when I was in、um, elementary. Yeah, first grade. Young? Yeah.、Oh. Um. So we knew like. This table tennis coach. It's like、uh, the neighbor of my my friend, and then like all my friends were like playing, and then I would like go and like watch them play because I don't know I wasn't interested in table tennis or anything. I just wanted to sit there, and then they just like they play every week, and then、um, one day they just asked me if I wanted to join, and then so I just started、uh, playing with them, and then yeah, that's how I started playing these two sports. Mm, what about you? Oh, so like I believe I started sports like pretty young, but I never took it really seriously. I just played it because you know when I was young, I would just follow my brother everywhere, like a younger sibling would do, and I would just follow him to his basketball practices, football practices, or whatever. And I just watch, and then I just like start kicking the balls around, and I would always ask my mom like, "Can I sign up?" But I was always too young, so I never like you know actually played it when I was young. I think I. Started playing it more seriously in middle school, eighth grade. So I started pretty late. What, like, what did you play? What sports did you play? Oh, I actually played. Um, so I started off with basketball. Realized I had no idea what was going on, <laughs> and then I changed to rugby because I was always a big guy since middle school. So I I played rugby, and like just following my brother's footsteps. I also played baseball, and like all I could remember was just like. Looking at him and be like, I just want to be better than him, and I'm so competitive. So I was like, I gotta play as well. Yeah. Did you ever think about like playing any sports that your brother wasn't playing? Never actually. I think the sports I do play, like I only played it mostly like, just based off of him, cause like I just wanted to be better than him at something. So I was just like, I gotta play the sports he plays. Maybe I can spend more time with him, cause I've always looked up to him. We don't really connect at home. That's the thing with us. 
I mean, mostly just connected to sports. So that's why I just kept playing with uh, the sports he played. Yeah. Like, talk about family. Like, do your parents support you with your, like, sports career or whatever? Yeah, definitely. Um, my parents really... Um, they don't like to focus that much on, like, academics. They want us to, like, go out and explore our hobbies and interests. So... <clears throat> Actually, other than in sports, I also tried out like some um, instruments, like music, oh. kind of like music related. I um, played like piano when I was small, and then I gave up and started playing the cello. <laughs> so yeah, they really like to um, help us like explore our like options, like really find what we want. Um, maybe like. But they also don't want us to do anything like that seriously. Yeah. They just want us to have something that can, <clears throat> like, we can do as like a get that. I get that distraction from like academics. I guess, yeah. Actually, talk about music. That just makes me sad because I'm actually tone deaf, oh. and then I just had no idea how to. I would be. I would join band to like fill up my cre- uh, extracurriculars and whatever. I had no idea what I was doing. Everyone was like playing their clarinet. I just be there with my own clarinet. I would just act like I was doing something. I was just pressed on the notes. It was very sad. And like, I'm actually that's actually really cool. Like your parents are really supportive about it. And they're just like, I don't think they're really. They sort of don't care if you're like you're doing sports more than academics, right? Would you say that? Hmm. I guess so. Like as long as I'm giving my full effort in academics and like. <clears throat> yeah, so I guess like they're just show with whatever I want to do. Yeah. Well, for me, my parents are actually not very supportive of my little athletic little career. They've never liked how I was like, you know, playing sports like from 3 to 5 and like just spending that much time on sports cuz they like, always wanted me to be in a top college is this their Asian aspiration for me to just like study my heart out instead of like you know wasting time with sports so I, I guess like my parents didn't support me that much yeah mm-hmm. I don't think my parents see sports as like a waste of time uh-huh. um I um I also have friends who are who have parents like uh you do like um in high school so we have like Mm, three season of sports huh. and then the first season that that my friend is like really athletic and then yeah. she does like tennis and then basketball and badminton she's good at and all of them she even in varsity for all of them and <clears throat> so even in like in her freshman year she got in uh varsity for all sports which is like yeah. really um it's a hard thing to do right yeah 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 um but then you know how like college they really value like consistency mm-hmm. so if she continued doing sports um throughout her uh, high school then yeah. she can have she can have like 12 varsities like and then wow. four years of consistency yes. that would be something that looks really good on your um like college application but then her parents just like are somehow like also really against her doing sports and then she, they think that her academics are she should focus more on her academics and then she just like couldn't really argue with her parents so like mm-hmm. she just like stopped playing 
basketball and badminton, and then she only played tennis um, for like the sports, which I think is like really sad. Mm. I mean, I feel really bad for her because um, it's like I feel like that that just makes me um, more grateful for my parents for like supporting me and like um, letting me do what I like which is like I, something that now I realize not everyone have like that mm-hmm. supportive family yeah and like I actually have a story to tell like this year it actually just happened this year <coughs> I was supposed to go on a baseball trip to Hualien to so like uh, downtown uh, down southish I think I don't know where it is, to be honest. I just know it's far away from Taipei, and I was so happy. But then that month, I had SAT come up. So it was just, yeah, with SAT and everything, it was just two weeks before SAT, a week before SAT, actually. I was still on prep and all that. So my dad was just like, no, you can't go. And I was like, but dad, I only get this like once a year. He's like, no, you get to travel three times. Like, just pick the other two times. I was like, no, but dad... If I don't attend this one, I can't make the other two trips. Because our coach is, like, you know, really uptight about everything, like, attending practices and stuff. Yeah. So I was just begging him, begging him. He was just, he was just, he was just begging him. He was like, no, I can't let you go. SAT is all that matters. Guess what? I completely bombed that SAT because all I could think of was baseball. Oh. And I, I kind of lied to my dad about my score. Oh. Wait, but they can check yeah, they definitely, they checked, and then, thank God it was, like, the moment they checked was because it was after, like, the third time I took it, and then oh. they, they saw the 14-something, and they were like, wow. I was like, but then Wait, when but they saw the, the, the score I actually got, they were like, oh, my God. They got mad. Oh. It, was, it, was, it was very bad. But did you try to tell your parents that that's, like, not the only time you could take SAT? There's, like, also multiple yeah. dates you can take SAT. Yeah, but, like, him is just... He wants me to finish as soon as possible so I can move on to something else, like internships and whatever. He's just like that. He has an agenda for all of us. It's, it's so funny. Like, the moment I saw his face, when he saw the previous score, not the score, like, I actually got... It's like, yeah, it's, it was it was really funny. Now that I think of it, it was, it was really funny, but at that time, I was, I was so sad. I was like, I don't get to travel with my friends. Yeah. It's actually really sad. Yeah. So, like, you know how you were talking about, like, how you started playing sports with your friends? Yeah. So, was it, like, caused by, like, just your friends? Or was there, like, an Asian-American athlete that you actually, like, admired? Because, you know, topic is on Asian-Americans. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I was too young at the time to have to, like, I don't know. I didn't really like watching, like, any yeah. sports games at the t- before I started playing sports yeah. like I really only started playing when oh I because of my my friends and then my mom yeah. asked me if you wanted to play I'm like yeah sure why not but then after I started playing volleyball um I as I improved in like my techniques and all that yeah. I like the more I played the more I became interested in volleyball and i wanted uh, to watch some like professional games yeah. and that's when i started to like um really know some athletes and then ha- have like a um, someone to i look up to um 
So I was like looking at the national, like, there's like this VNL, which is like mm. um, this national league thing where like they have um, the professional volleyball games. And yeah. um, on the US team, I really admire their libero, who is um, Eric Shoji. And mm-hmm. he is actually um, Japanese. And um, I think it's really rare for like um, Asian Americans to be able to like make their the like national team because um, the big leagues, huh? Yeah, because yeah. Um, I feel like um, many challenges like that Asian American mm-hmm. face is like they have this like stereotype where like they lack the physicality or like the, yeah um they're like not as strong mm-hmm. and as tall or and as like powerful as the americans mm-hmm. like the we're just like known to be like or shorter or like weaker and that's kind of like mm, it could be true in a way but like not all asian americans are like that mm-hmm. um so he just like um proved himself to be like um, he trained really hard and then he ha- also has a brother that he played with and then mm-hmm. they like <clears throat> trained really hard to prove them so- uh, prove other people wrong and then he even got in the volleyball team like Stanford University wow. and then later on he also made the US team which I think is like really like admirable mm-hmm. yeah what about you is there any um, specific athlete that you look up to. Funny enough, there's this guy that I actually looked up to since I was young. He was he was a guy that broke all stereotypical like you know <coughs> thoughts and all that. His name is actually Jeremy Lin, and he's Taiwanese. He's like, I really admire him because like despite racial bias and like all the underestimations and like the NBA and from the media, like he's a son of a Taiwanese uh, Taiwanese immigrants. He thrived in these, like, just comments and stuff. His resilience, like, during his insanity period, where he played so well every single game. And, like, the refusal to succumb to these stereotypes, like, you know, as you said, like, the lack of physicality, strength, and height, like, kind of made him a symbol of perseverance. Like, I just look up to him, because, like, when I was young, like, I I swear, I I was a little scrawny. I wasn't as big as I was. So I was like, if he could do it, why can't I do it? And his journey, like, breaking barriers and, like, defying expectations inspired me to, like, embody similar courage and determinations in my own path. Yeah, and just show me talent and grit. Because honestly, like, all you need, you don't need other things. You don't need to, you know, worry about how other people see you as... You know, maybe weak or whatever. Just do your own thing. Yeah. Um. Is there any like, um, have you heard any stories of like, some, I guess like, graduate students from like uh-huh. TAS who just like, they wanted to pursue sports, but it's like, they got like pushed back because of their ethnicity. Absolutely. So there's this guy. His name is Devin Chung from my school he's actually two years older than me and he was he was the best basketball player TAS has ever seen like all the coaches and whatever 
were always like, this kid is probably going to be, like, the greatest player to be, like, a greatest Taiwanese player. Like, he was ranked very high in Taiwanese standards. Like, if you go around, like, even though he was from TAS, everyone just thinks of us as, you know, a little spoiled, too comfortable. Like, if you talk to a guy and was like, do you know Devin Chung, the basketball player? They'd be like, yeah, he's so good. But the moment he landed in the U.S., so he went to Berkeley, Mm-hmm. And he was a walk-on. He didn't get a scholarship, but he tried to do a walk-on where you just pra- uh, you just try out in front of coaches and just walk on to the practice. And he was he was very tiny. He was a little shorter than me. Oh. He was like 168, I believe. And he was just being bullied. Like, when he walked in the locker room, it was just like, what's this little shrimp doing here? And, like, all the racial slurs being called out. And he just... He, he froze and like I've never heard of Devin Chung like the guy everyone looked up to like freeze and apparently the guy that went with him he just saw Devin like just freeze sat there and he was just done like he didn't know what to do and I, I just feel like yeah like that's one of the graduates that you know would just stop even though he had talent he worked very hard tirelessly scored 1000 points in his junior year People don't even do it, like, after four years. He did it in three years in the middle of a season, and it was just, it was just tough. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so he didn't even get a chance to play on the court? He, he was, didn't. like, being judged just by his appearance? Exactly. Like, he was Asian. Some people called him, like, yo. And it was during, like, a little after COVID. So, you know, like, he was oh. like, yo, why, what are you doing here, little boy? Like... Aren't you, aren't you from China or something? And, like, where's your mask and stuff? And it was it was just very tough for him. And when he came back, everyone was very supportive. But we all knew he was he was scarred inside. Like, you can't recover from that. Didn't even walk onto the field. It, it, he was just he would just went to the locker room. He just left. Left his basketball shoe there. And that's the most memorable thing I'll remember. Like, someone that was so great in Taiwan, just, like, just leave from like all the pressures and stuff so yeah did this story like ever stop you from like just continue what you're doing or did that have some kind of impact on you i think that fueled me to be honest i think that's my feel like you know when i think of it i just feel like Yo, I gotta prove these guys wrong. I go to on the field and I just think about Devin. I'm just like, I can, I can prove them wrong. Like, even though I know Devin's a strong guy and all that, I I I think yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, and like just, I think racism as like, as an Asian American, it's like, you you definitely go through obstacles. Am I right? Like, would you agree? And yeah, like. Do you think there are obstacles that came into your life in the athletic standpoint? Um, yeah, I definitely faced some obstacles, but it's not, like, because of, like, race. It's more because of, like, academics. Uh-huh. So when in our school, uh, we get in, like, varsity, and then you have to play, like, train every week you have to train four times a week and two hours per day yeah so that is a lot of time taken off from 
by itself, so it's a lot of time taken out from like study. Yeah. And also, um, in season two, uh-huh. that was like the time near the end of first semester and yeah. where like the exams all come, and then it's like a really busy time. Uh-huh. But like our coaches, they really don't like us missing practices, and then they're like, okay, um. Your homework and school stuff is not an excuse for you to not come to practice. And during that time, it's just like really tough for us. I guess it's like okay for like freshman or sophomore, but when it gets to your junior year, um, it's like really tough for you to have to do like eight hours of time each week just to go to practice. And then, yeah, like because sometimes like, <clears throat> you would go to practice, but your mind is still in school. So then you can't perform well in school. Uh, no, you can't perform mm-hmm. well in this work you're doing. And at the same time, you don't. You're not like spending time, like, in your like academics. So yeah. like, you're not doing well in either. And in these times, I would just be really confused as to like, what am I so? What am I doing here? Maybe I shouldn't have done this maybe i should mm. not have signed up for like this for maybe yeah. maybe just for this semester and then like yeah it was, it was hard to juggle two things at once right academics and you know athletic stuff yeah so like how, how did you manage it <coughs> um i guess um what's important is just to like make the best use of all the time you have Uh so um i'm actually not really good at time management (laughs) um my parents and also um i've taken advice from like my Uh friends who are um, really good at academics and also do sports and then i asked them how to manage it and then they're just like "Mm." so you know like between the times I guess like the five minutes or ten minutes in between things where like you don't have anything to do and then you would just be on your phone I guess like scrolling mm-hmm. through Instagram or like messages from friends but during this time if you use that time instead for something else like <clears throat> maybe memorizing some vocabs or like just like brainstorming for like some school subject then maybe like if you add up these like 10 minutes 10 minutes at a time it can actually like be like a whole hour of like productive something mm-hmm. so that's something that i guess um i took the advice and then during that time it just like helped me get through my school stuff like at the same time as i'm doing sports mm-hmm. i think that's really useful yeah yeah what about you well for me i think a time when sports like became an obstacle would be like just my dad in SAT like not letting me go to the the Hualien trip and just you know telling me I must focus on academics and there are definitely times where like I couldn't manage these two things where like I couldn't balance it like I think for my freshman year all I cared about was sports like I would go to practice every single week like so I made varsity for both sports when I was a freshman, so 
for varsity in Taiwan, it might be different from the ones in China where we can talk about it later. But it's like, in Taiwan, we have to practice five days a week. So Monday to Friday, we have practices. Either early or late practice, we must attend them. If you're a varsity athlete and you don't attend them, there's a high chance you're going to get cut. And that's something I didn't want. So I just did it every single week. And like right after practice, I would just run to my tutoring place, which is like five minutes away from school, thankfully. I would just run there and just study maybe like for an hour and I'd be too tired and I'd just go home. And like, I just couldn't balance it out. So I was like, I need to make a schedule. And that's when like, because I suck at time management as well. Like I would just be like, you know, practice here and then I'll just go grab dinner and then just run to tutor. One hour later, I go home, I'd be like, okay, I'll just scroll my phone for a little bit. Next thing you know, it's like one o'clock and I'm just like, I didn't even finish my homework. Like, what do I do? So I, I just create a schedule, like, on Mondays, like, it would usually be early practices. For early practices, it would be until 5.15. I just run to tutor until, like, maybe 7 or so. I just study and all that, finish my homework. Afterwards, I go home, review for test, just sleep. And I, I would just sleep. And then I think that schedule just helped me so much because, like, I had more time to do work and I could just balance things out more. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of time on it. Like, I've always thought about, like, you know, maybe playing sports professionally. Because, like, I mean, it's, I think it's everyone's dream to, like, play professionally. How, what do you think? You yeah. Think so? Yeah. I've, I've also had, like, that periods of time where I was like, oh, I, I guess, like, I'm feeling good about sports. So maybe... This is something I like more than anything else, so maybe I will like do it. What if I do it professionally? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but cool. I've also thought about other aspects, like maybe if you pursue this mm-hmm. as a career, then you have to work a lot more than what you're doing right now. Yeah, and <clears throat> when it gets to the point where like this sport is your entire life is that something you want like i'm enjoying it right now because i'm playing with with like my friends Uh and also the intensity is like not that hard to the Uh point where it's like tiring Uh but i'm just like enjoying the sport enjoyable is yeah yeah, enjoyable definitely but what if like i pursue as a career and there's like so many people out there that's better me like is that stress level something that i can handle and also another thing, like, is our parents going to be okay about it? Is oh, that something I can do yeah. to survive on my own? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's very tough. Well, for me, like, I always thought about it. And I actually had the chance to play with the national U18 team. So I was recruited to play there. And then I just thought to myself, like, if I join this now, will I have a career in the future? Or will this just be a one-time thing? Because a lot of players just... Attend the UA team, U16 team, mm-hmm. but they, sorry, but they, they don't really, like, you know, have a career in the future. Like, they either get injured or they're just not good enough, but they were good enough for one short period of time that allowed them to be on the team. And I, I thought, like, yeah, it's like, I've always thought about playing professionally, but, like, I knew I couldn't. So I was like, I asked my dad about it, and you know my dad, you know, very hardcore. So he was like, absolutely not. Like, you could join you could join this UA team, but you're not playing there. Like, there's no way. 
you don't have a career in this. We both know, like, you don't have the strength to, like, just do this for, like, I don't know, like, how many years my career would be. So I was just like, yeah, no. My, my, my dad really just influenced me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, I know we both played, like, two sports as our main sport. And then one of them was, like, and there were, like, two mm-hmm. different, like, mm, sports. So, how do you yeah. think um, yeah. these, like, Asian values influence our understanding of, like, sports? Okay, so, like, Asian values. Mine parents and like just my grandparents have always taught me always be first come in first like you don't want to be last because like in the future if you're ever last you're just it's gonna be so hard to climb up so i think that's one of the asian values i learned from myself like just always do your best and like try as hard as you can so i think that just like just influenced my understanding of sport by like i must win i think that taught me to like never want to lose if you want to lose then the whole idea of you playing sport was just to lose is in my opinion and i know it's a very toxic way to think but like it's just how i was raised and that was one of the asian values i you know learned throughout my life so i was just like i never want to lose and i would just practice so i wouldn't lose yeah Mm -hmm. how about you um i feel like my parents are like not really the typical Asian family that would like um, force you to do everything their way they're more like um, just like do anything that you like as long as you're happy and as long as you put your for- full effort to everything mm-hmm. you're doing so um, I like the two sports I'm playing like interestingly like volleyball is mm-hmm. a sport I feel like it's a like, really American sport like a team sport where you need like everyone you need to communicate with everyone in order for this team to like bond and have this like team spirit and then that's how like a team becomes good and then for volleyball uh, not volleyball um so everyone table tennis <laughs> it's a um more individual sport uh-huh. and it's also like a really big sport in china mm-hmm. um for that it's like you're an individual, you're an individual, and then, like, however, if you mess up, then it's your own, but and then if you do good, that's also you. Um, for that, you just have to, like, be able to manage the stress that gets to you when um, you're under pressure or, like, you have, like, this one opponent that you have to face and I think these are like two um, really different sports that like taught me in like these two different ways I think I have something to add like I think another Asian value is like that influenced my understanding of sports like sports is more of a hobby yeah cause like you know my my Asian my, my parents are very like old fashioned Asians and they were just like you know academics is all you need so you can get in a good college so sport is just something like your hobby like you do this on your free time that's not what you actually have to do so yeah i think that's one of the asian values yeah speaking of that i just thought of a story i remember Mm -hmm. when we were playing table tennis 
a young age, we were in elementary, and then we mm-hmm. play it like one to twice a week, and then we just like play it as a hobby, and then my mom would come watch sometime, and then I was after I started playing for like I guess two years, my sister also started joining, and then after she just like playing for two months, one time my coach just came up to my mom and be like, "Yo, your sister is like, <clears throat> like." My sister is Elisa. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah. she is really. She's got this talent. Like, uh-huh. if you like, if you let me, I can like <laughs> train her, and she can become like this actual athlete, and then mm-hmm. she she can like play this professionally. And wow. then yeah, she just like saw it in her that she mm-hmm. can do it. But then my mom just like denied it, and then she's like, oh no, we're just like playing it for fun. Like, yeah. we just wanted them to like. Um, do like some exercise and then like have time. fun in their free time it's just like we, we're not taking this that seriously so she just like rejected the offer mm-hmm. and so we just like continue this hobby like until now so i think that's really interesting too that you brought it up like mm-hmm. um yeah i guess our parents all just like all asian parents probably mm, they just want their children to be like a lawyer or a doctor yes, like yes. any of these like career would be like a success oh my gosh, in life. Yes. and then if you become like an artist or like a musician or like a sports athlete <laughs> you're like a failure that yeah kid that's like not good in school <clears throat> so yeah i kind of like Sorry, why don't you pursue an actual job you're just like pursuing your hobbies or <laughs> yeah it's, yeah i mean that's one of the similarities we have don't you think it's like our parents sort of in a way kind of like agree that like sports are just like a hobby and like we actually really love sports yeah we do you think sports is a hobby i at this point um i feel like it's like definitely too late for us to yeah professionally and yeah so i kind of just see it as a hobby and i'm also like grateful that my parents helped me develop these hobbies and then giving us like opportunities to um, play these sports. So I am just like, I guess grateful that we yeah. ha- can have them as hobbies. Like, <clears throat> cause I know a lot of like other children at our age, they probably never um, played any sports. And it's just, um, I-, I guess like, Say, but yeah, well, I think that's definitely another similarity. Like we just yeah. think sports a hobby now because we, yeah. it's it's way too late for us to, like actually pursue it like yeah. professionally. Like, cause like people learn when they're the youngest, and like we didn't really sort of learn because we all thought it was just like something we do on the side. But academics are first, <coughs> so yeah. And like, think about all these similarities. Do you think there's a difference between us? Like, mm. I guess there still are a little different. So, mm-hmm. um, you were saying that your father really, really like values academics, and yes. academic is always first, mm-hmm. and like sports is just like when you have the time, and mm-hmm. it doesn't um, con- have conflict with academics. Mm-hmm. Then we can pursue. Um, I feel like, in a way, my parents would also put academic at first but then also if um 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're also also kind of similar in that way. But like, yeah. uh, definitely, I think academic would always go first. But then, um, my parents are also a bit more chill. Like as long as uh-huh. I can manage my own time, I can play like sports yeah. however I want. But I think that's definitely the main difference I think we have is like your dad's like your parents are very chill about it like this is like you know just go play it and like enjoy it during your free time but for me I don't have free time like I'm not as lucky as if I do have time to play a sport it's because it's like an actual practice and like I actually like just finish all my work so early that I can just like have a little bit tiny bit of practice time and there's like we my dad actually says there's no f words in our house free time is the f word and it was it's actually very funny he's like there's no free time in in our family if there is free time that means you're just not doing work and you're just slacking off yeah and like i feel like our conversation today didn't really change my perception on asian american sports i think it just just showed us that like we've definitely gone through hardships but, you know, we're still here and we're still playing our sports, still enjoying it, and we're still doing academics. And, like, I think, yeah, how about you? Yeah. It didn't change my perspective. I feel like it just gave me even less hope of <laughs> becoming, like, a sports athlete. <laughs> and, like, uh, it made me also realize, like, how hard it mm-hmm. is for Asian to, like, really pursue sports no but i I want you guys to know angel's actually very tall and she has a very high chance so i'm like i don't know i'm 170 something decently tall in my opinion like the first time i saw angel she was just looking down on me i feel like you definitely have a shot it's just i guess a little late huh but i guess this height is like really normal in america like yeah any, it is any white girl is like can be like 180 oh my god it's so true yeah, 190. yeah and, well that is true now that you say it but <laughs> still angel is very tall i just want you guys to know and like <laughs> yeah if, but, um what would you say to like someone younger than us in our school like who hates to exercise or have insecurities about joining like any kind of sports scene where you're like trying out new sports, what are some advice you would give to them? I just say that's too bad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably say something like, you know, I was probably you. I actually didn't quite enjoy that much. I just like watching it. But I've always wanted to follow my brother's footsteps. So I'd be like, don't follow your brother's footsteps. Just try something out. Like, at first I thought I hated, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy sports, but now, Look at me. All I want to do is, like, just play sports and stuff. So, like, <clears throat> just don't be insecure about joining a team because of who you think you look like or what you feel like. I was a scrawny kid until middle school. I thought I would play sports, like, that well, but I did decent. All you got to do is work hard and just, like, have people that support you. Have friends that you can play with. You can meet a lot more friends when you're playing uh, sports. So, like, just think about joining a sports team, a recreational one. It doesn't have to be competitive. How about you? Yeah, I totally agree. Like, because our school, are, we're all really fortunate enough uh-huh. that our school provides these, like, different opportunities. They have, like, I don't know, basketball, wow, soccer, yeah. swimming, 
volleyball. I don't know what else. Like, uh-huh. there's a lot of sports that we can try out. Like, and um, I feel like we should always grasp the, the opportunity that is provided to us. Like, even if you don't like it, fine. Then you can quit it later on. But uh-huh. like, I feel like you should at least take the first step to try it, so that you would know if you actually like it or not. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think it's really important that. You go out and try new things, and maybe you can even you will even find like new things that you didn't know before. Like maybe you are born for sports, but uh-huh. you were like too scared to take that first step. Yeah. Yeah. So, I totally think that you should try uh-huh. and just take the opportunity you have and mm. do anything that you can to mm. like. Yeah, try just take that leap. Yeah. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Yeah, I think that pretty much summarizes it for today. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What if it wasn't recording? <laughs>